Weekday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Health Suites. Breast cancer has been identified as the most common form of cancer amongst Singaporean women. All women are at risk of getting struck with breast cancer and the chances of developing it increases with age. But early detection through regular screenings can go a long way in reducing the danger of the cancer becoming fatal. Having said that, today marks the start of World Breast Cancer Awareness Month an annual event that aims to raise awareness of this life-threatening medical issue and drive home the importance of arresting it before things get too complicated. So it is timely, and I'm very grateful here on Money FM 89.3 to welcome Norquek, President of the Breast Cancer Foundation Singapore, to tell us more about breast cancer, how to spot symptoms, and the Breast Cancer Foundation's latest efforts to help women out there to understand as well as to cope. We also have a courageous survivor with us, Catherine Chia, Chief Human Resource Officer of Starham, to tell us about her personal experience and how it's impacted her life and I think her career as well. Catherine, it must have affected your career. Well, yeah, it gave me the perfect excuse to take a sabbatical. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that answer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, for the benefit of our listeners, let's get a a better understanding of what breast cancer is, how prevalent it is in Singapore from Noor, crack president of the Breast Cancer Foundation. Hi, Clarissa. Um, Breast cancer is actually a disease in which the cells of the breast grow out of control. Mm -hmm. Um, There are different kinds of uh, breast cancer, and the kind of breast cancer depends on which cells in the breast turn into cancer right? and it can begin in different parts of the breast. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, for details, the medical people can tell you that. In Singapore, we have, through Breast Cancer Foundation, initially uh, pushing the point about raising awareness and with now the other organisations like National Cancer Centre, NHGD, um, and the Singapore Cancer Society, helmed together by the Health Promotion Board, we believe that we have to raise awareness because early detection saves lives, saves breasts. Absolutely. We're an aging population, and breast cancer manifests itself much more uh, post-menopausal. Okay, I have been a caregiver to someone who, who uh, fought valiantly against uh, or with her breast cancer, and I've spoken to many women about this. It is the boogeyman for most women. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that happens is most of us, no matter how intelligent, no matter how high up there on the corporate ladder, when it comes to breast cancer, we put ourselves in denial for too long. Did you, Catherine, do the same thing? Well, um, I would go for my regular health checkup. Mm-hmm. Even with that, you never quite know when it's going to hit you. So I discovered my breast lump unintentionally, Mm -hmm. accidentally, one day while watching TV, and my hand just kind of went to my right breast, Mm -hmm. and there it was. Mm -hmm. And just about 15 months ago, I had done a full medical, and Mm -hmm. I was all clear. So you never know when it hits you. Okay. And what was your first reaction? Denial or fear or... What goes through your mind at that point? It, you know, it was a very surreal experience because um, when you least expect it, it confronts you. Mm-hmm. So the minute I felt it, because my sister had breast cancer, mm-hmm. 
my mother had cancer of the uterus, I was quite attuned right. to cancer. It has happened in the family. And I've had a few relatives who passed on because of cancer as well. So the first thing I did was I called my gynecologist mm-hmm. and made an appointment for a checkup. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I did. And it was very much motivated by a young family because my daughter was six years old then. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you had a child that you were looking at going, oh, yes. no, there is no way that I'm going to let her down. Exactly. Absolutely. So that gave you courage. Yes. A lot of us are cowards yes. because we don't have that. Yes. That gave me um, strength and motivation. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, seeing my mom through cancer and my sister through cancer, and both of them are cancer survivor, that actually gave me courage. Right. Because there were two other brave souls in the family who journeyed through it, survived it, and showed me a good example mm-hmm. of what it meant, that gave me courage. And you had your own network right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I had, um, I have a very, very supportive husband. In fact, he shaved his head. He was bald all through the journey with me just so that we had solidarity at home. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that cannot be underestimated. The power of the spouse, of the family being there with you. It is a journey the whole family takes, right? Absolutely. Uh, many people have said to me that surviving was made easier when they had the support group. Um, absolutely can't underestimate that. In fact, um, I want to say um, to all women who mm-hmm. are going through the cancer journey, allow the people around you to love you and to support you. Ask for help. Do not think that you have to go through this by yourself because there is a network out there your family want to support you, your friends want to support you, and the Breast Cancer Foundation is here to support you. And that's where Norquette comes in, the president of the Breast Cancer Foundation Singapore. How does um, the foundation assist women? At the earlier stages, right after they've been diagnosed, they're, they're frightened, they're vulnerable. How do you come in and help? You're absolutely right, uh, Clarissa. People live with myths. Mm-hmm. Mm, there was no... Uh, breast cancer or cancer for that matter in my own family until mother who's now 94 and who was an award-winning surgical nurse who did her examinations regularly got struck with breast cancer 22 years ago so fear and living with myths Mm -hmm. denial uh, are big issues but I think what we try to do is showcase that if you go for regular screening and there is early detection. Early detection saves lives, saves breasts. But it's easier to talk than to showcase real stories, which is why we have people like Catherine and we have so many other women and their husbands and their children who share these stories. And you can see the before and after of mm-hmm. these women who immediately decide they cannot work, you know, the life has changed. My life is over, and then, you basically. Know, yes. That's their first And then thought. they have to go for chemo, they shave their hair. And then as they get better and they meet, for example, you know, mm-hmm. we have different groups. We have the art group, we have the dance group, we have the therapeutic, uh, you know, advice group. And we have our dragon boaters who are there. Initially, it was, and it still is, to remove the swelling, Mm -hmm. uh, lymphedema, when when they take out the Mm -hmm. lymph nodes. But these girls go out in the sun, something they feared. Mm -hmm. They never wanted short hair. They always liked long, straight hair. And now they're looking really nice with their sunscreen. They're with people who have recovered. (laughs) That gives them incredible strength. 
and you, you, you're stronger uh, with numbers. So we are here, actually, uh, with a fantastic uh, medical system in Singapore, but we're here to support them, mind, body, soul. Right. And uh, by doing that and seeing that someone has been through it and now looks like this gives people much hope, including the caregivers, the family and so on. It's a mindset change. Right. We are speaking to Norquet, president of the Breast Cancer Foundation Singapore and Catherine Jiao, breast cancer survivor. Now, you are, Catherine, a, an upwardly mobile senior, senior corporate you know, so women are going to look up to you regardless of what it is for your career path, for your achievements. But they're looking up to you as a cancer survivor. So what words of wisdom? I mean, there's so many words you could share. But what do you think is the biggest takeaway for you to share with a, a fellow cancer patient? I would like to encourage all females going through breast cancer that you should have self-belief. Mm-hmm. Believe that you can conquer this. Allow people around you to support you. Take care of yourself. Get the best treatment for yourself. Not just your cancer treatment, but post-treatment. Really, really work hard on building quality of life. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember going through treatment and I kind of live life as normal. I never saw myself as a sick patient. Mm-hmm. So, okay, the first seven, eight days of chemo, it was tough, right? right? You're nauseous, you can't eat. After that, I was out having tea with my friends. We continued to have Christmas party, Chinese New Year party. So life goes on mm-hmm. and have the self-belief that you will get well and embrace life, continue to embrace life. When you, are, when you feel down, give yourself permission to express your emotions, turn to your loved one, turn to Breast Cancer Foundation for support and you can go through it. In mm-hmm. fact, I went through a mastectomy mm-hmm. reconstruction. It was a seven-hour surgery, followed by six cycles of chemo, um, another nine months of Herceptin treatment. I went back to work 30 days after the last chemo. Mm-hmm. And I was on a flight to Shanghai. And between April, when I went back to work, and December, I went on 11 international trips. In my head, I said to myself, I am well. I will look after myself. And the best cure was to re-engage in the community and in my work. And that that worked for me. You know, can I just add that you look great? Thank you. I'm almost jealous. (laughs) (laughs) You really do. You look fabulous. You don't look like somebody who's battled and won a life-threatening illness. You look like someone who goes for runs every other day. Well... I do work out um, religiously three times a week and that is what I would encourage all to do. Mm -hmm. After treatment, um, you have to be prepared that there will be a period of restoration. Restoration means looking after yourself, right? And that means getting fit again. Mm -hmm. And um, that was not always easy because I remember towards the tail end of my chemo, climbing a flight of stairs was a challenge. Mm -hmm. I was breathless, I had significant water retention. It was very challenging. But now I feel fit as a fiddle because I have taken time to get fit. I am committed to my exercise and um, I feel great quality of life and all of us can get there. I think that's a message that keeps getting reinforced by many survivors. The quality of life, the quality of life that doesn't go away. Yes. It changes a little bit. Yes. 
but it doesn't go away. Nope. And I will tell you, I am fitter now than before my cancer. Okay. Let me wrap my mind around that for a second <laughs> while I ask Nor this next question. Talk to us about some of the events the Breast Cancer Foundation is going to hold, you know, for this month, the month of awareness, and then for the rest of the year. Well, yes, for Breast Cancer Foundation, every day is Breast Cancer Awareness Day. Okay. So, um, yes, of course, it gets more uh, intensive in October. But what we are happy about is we have a very good collaborative working arrangement with the other organizations who have other issues apart from breast cancer as well, Mm -hmm. but focus a little bit more in October. And we have complementary activities uh, some talks in different languages, uh, speaking also with various religious groups mm-hmm. with uh, their own perceptions of uh, how they look at uh, you know life and how they handle matters. We, of course, are going to have our iconic Pink Ribbon Walk right. uh, on Saturday. And uh, we are delighted that Minister Ong Kang will be uh, the guest of honour. And we are thrilled that we have frankly exceeded the numbers we thought we could get mm-hmm. the most important thing is this is uh, well some will walk and some will run but it's families getting together in a sea of pink mm-hmm. uh, showing solidarity and support for the cause and seeing actually survivors they can't even tell them from those who are <laughs> who are you know i'm serious uh, no, who is the yeah. best looking person in this room right now it you know it, <laughs> Catherine, of course. <laughs> it's, it's the survival. Absolutely, yes. And, and then we are also looking, I mean, one of the things we are very serious in, in doing, which we've done from the time we started, is to reach out to children, mm-hmm. to corporates, and males very much in the picture. An interesting project we have is what we call Molly Sings and Saves uh, Nursery Rhyme Campaign. This year, we have a very exciting nursery campaign, which will be debuting at the Pink Ribbon Walk. Uh, It's enlisting the help of children, and BCF is partnering uh, with the creative agency DDB and Bridgestone to launch uh, the Breast Self-Examination Nursery Reminder. You know that song with parents always do with children the wheels of the bus go mm-hmm, round and mm-hmm, round mm-hmm. well that's very much like doing a breast self-examination really? and, and and it's a very nice uh, video <laughs> <laughs> which uh, they can subscribe to and it just reminds people while they're doing it i love my child look how close we are mm-hmm. i must go for my mammogram if you're the right age yeah? right. 14 above and do my breast self-examination and most important to repeat your screening. You know, the numbers here in the 22 years we've been here, Clarissa. They'll go for one and never go again. Yes. There's all this thing like, you know, I've done it before. Partly it's still like, well, it was okay then, but I don't know whether it's okay now. So I don't want to know if it's okay now. Yes. So 90% say they now are aware. Mm -hmm. Very good. 40% have been screened at least once. And only 18, 19% have rescreened. Right. So that's going to be something we're going to work very, very hard on. And then, of course, we also, as Breast Cancer Foundation, have our iconic Wear the Pink Ribbon. Mm-hmm. You see it here. And, uh, you I've know, got I've mine you right one. here. These are not for sale. Okay. But basically, for a minimum donation of $2, you get the ribbon, which is both a pink and a sort of a silver beside it. Why? Because no woman can fight, should fight this battle alone. There's a man beside her. 
Absolutely. And then there's the uh, crystal version for a minimum donation of $5. These are in many outlets out there in that box, uh, very uh, well controlled. And we hope that uh, people will use this opportunity to also get that pink ribbon, use it and show that they support the cause. But let's not forget that this is also a collector's item. So All it's right. very much in demand. Okay. Yeah. You know, I want to thank you both for coming in and talking to us and kicking off Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, this conversation could go on forever. And, and, and You know, because it doesn't end. And the more people we pull into the conversation and the more people we make aware of the situation and the lack of a need for fear. There, there needs to be no fear. If you get diagnosed, there are people who will be there for you every step of the way. Well, absolutely. All the effort can be put in to make women realize that there is life after breast cancer mm -hmm. with early detection. However, at the end of the day, the woman must empower herself, as right. Catherine has just said, to go. Okay. Once you overcome that, uh, it's a big issue off your shoulder. And can I just say that it is huge. It, I cannot overstate how huge it is for women like you, Catherine, to come forward and talk about your journey and surviving breast cancer because, like I said, you are the kind of woman women would naturally look up to. To not be afraid, to face it full on, to survive it, to thrive after it is the best thing for someone who is fearful to see. Happy to be able to share my story and if this story can help even one person, it would have been time really well spent. Thank you very much, Norquette, President of Breast Cancer Foundation Singapore, and Catherine Chia, Breast Cancer Survivor and Chief Human Resource Officer at Starhub, for coming in and talking to us today on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.